mate. So, need your thoughts and prayers. Like this is the baddest part of Sydney. King's Cross, this is dangerous. Now some people say drugs are bad. So I just wanted to check, is that true? Because you can get every kind of filthy vice in King's Cross, mate. So, any kind of wickedness goes on in King's Cross, though I'm told it's become Disney-fied. But when I was a kid, it was like the worst. How you doing? Tourist, can you tell? <laughs> So I'm going to find the Sydney Opera House and uh, maybe I can make my debut performance of uh, Rotticized Rage. So on some of the buses, I, I see they're promoting fair. Fair is the great Aussie value on Flinders Street, heading into the Central Business District. Cities are a place of vice. I learned that from my Cynthia Adventist background. Sister Ellen White told me so. So it's about to get real, guys. This is Sydney at its dirtiest and worst. I'm gonna find the cross, King's Cross. So, need your thoughts and prayers. Like this is the baddest part of Sydney, King's Cross. This is dangerous. Now some people say drugs are bad. So just wanted to check, is that true? Because you can get every kind of filthy vice in King's Cross, mate. So, any kind of wickedness goes on in King's Cross, though I'm told it's become Disney-fied. But when I was a kid, it was like the worst. How you doing? Oh. Tourist, can you tell? <laughs> so I'm gonna find the Sydney Opera House. And uh, maybe I can make my debut performance of uh, Rotticized Rage. So on some of the buses, I, I see they're promoting fair. Fair is the great Aussie value on Flinders Street, heading into the Central Business District. Cities are a place of vice. I learned that from my Cynthia Adventist background. Sister Ellen White told me so. so. It's about to get real, guys. This is Sydney at its dirtiest and worst. I'm gonna find the cross, King's Cross. Here so I'm in Hyde Park. So this is like the Sydney version. I'm looking for some of those crazy speakers. So I don't see any crazy speakers out. So I just ran into a bloke. Told him I'm a tourist looking for the opera house, Sydney Opera House. And he told me you performed there in the early 1980s. I said, perform what? And uh, he's an actor. And I said, can I Google you? He said, nah. But have a good time at the Sydney Opera House. So. Uh, I'm the only person I've seen with a selfie stick. The selfie stick's not big in Sydney from what I see. So I had uh, some kids go, oh, look at this. So the only person wandering around with a selfie stick. 
And so this is Hyde Park. This is where the crazies and nutters, nutters come out and rant and rave. So, so here's my philosophy from this trip. I wanna, I wanna learn from everyone, like even my big sister, even my big brother, like strangers, people I disagree with. I wanna just maximize my learning from as many people as possible. Okay, see? This is Hyde Park. I guess that's Captain Hyde there. They were in the CBD or in the Central Business District, about a mile away from, from the Sydney Opera House. So that's discovered this territory. I think that's Captain Cook. Captain Cook having a look. So Captain Cook discovered this territory. Good old Captain Cook. But where are the nutters? I'm the only nutter in Hyde Park, mate. I hear drugs are bad. Is this really true? Okay. This is erected in 1908. I'm about a mile away, I think, from King's Cross, which is like the worst part of Sydney. Really bad, really bad things happen in King, King's Cross, filled with vice and depravity and iniquity. So it is spring, very early spring here. And the temperature varies between about 65 and 75 degrees. I had a nice hour long shower. So I was walking here and it just felt like being a kid, like an adventure. Just walking in the rain, not worrying about a thing. Ah, the importance of the situation. Now I'm in Sydney, so it's going to bring out a whole different side to me. I'm not wearing my yarmulke, because I hear Sydney's not a real friendly place to wear your yarmulke. I see some strong Jewish Orthodox institutions around here. So, I haven't seen any Jews yet in uh, Hyde Park, but uh, I think a big shout out to everyone I might know in Sydney. I'm gonna go see Professor Drew Fraser, who wrote the last question. Look how lush it is. All our buses are electric. We're totally down with the, with the, green, uh, the green revolution here, right? We're doing our bit. So I wanna go down here, find, that was Hyde Park, but no nutters out today. A little bit of rain and all the nutters go away. So they're gonna be, it's going to be a big anti-vax rally here at Hyde Park tomorrow. Anti-vax, anti-lockdown. So I hope I'm on the College Street, William Street. Sydney after house, we've got to be down here somewhere, right? Oh, look at these beautiful dogs. No Dobermans, no pit balls. Lots of beautiful churches in Sydney. Not sure anyone actually goes to them. But lovely, lovely architecture. Beautiful plumage. Man, I'm pining for the fjords. Yeah, I'll try to have a conversation with Dr. Fraser. Like the, the wasp question. 
What is it? Ten years later? A great book, The Wasp Question. Revolutionary book. If the Anglo-Saxon tribes are to be saved and are saved, then one day, welcome to Hyde Park. One day there will be a big statue in Hyde Park of Drew Fraser doing his bit to unite the world's fractured Anglo-Saxon tri tribes under a philosopher king. Surely love is all around us. Okay, I'm looking for some nutters, mate. Let me know if you spot some nutters. There's gotta be some nutters around here somewhere orating. I might have to talk about the importance of situationism. Yeah, look at that beautiful church. Is that the Anglican church? That's a fine church. Gonna have a, have a church, have a beautiful one. Lovely steeples, spires. I'm not sure if I know the difference between steeple and a spire. Very, very reverential. Oh man, I'm here in the big smoke. Sydney, Central Business District. Okay, don't visit the park during after heavy rain or strong winds. This is, oh, wow. This looks like a great place for cottaging. It's like Central Park in New York, but with like less, less violence and less raping. Gotta be an opera house down here somewhere, right? The old CBD, Central Business District. So, big anti vax rally is gonna be here tomorrow. Anti lockdown. Might even get violent, right? God forbid, God forbid. I think that is that the Anglican Church where they did that beautiful hymn Bide with Me that I played on my show. You had no idea that Sydney was this nice. Sydney is the most beautiful city in the world, right? It's unbelievable. It's built around a bay. Botany Bay is where the first settlers landed back in about 1776. It was at the Declaration of Independence, one of those. Ah, oh, you can grow anything here. I don't think Sydney's having any water shortage. Like every day that I'm here it's supposed to rain, at least for the next week.
What an amazing church. St. Mary of the Cross. Okay, so is this Catholic? Disappointed we don't have any nutters out here already. I mean, this, I saw one person who was like crying for her mother. So I saw one crazy person so far in Sydney. She was sitting on the ground, she had her earphones in, she had a backpack on, she was crying for her mother. So I've seen one crazy person. some patterns here in the big smoke of Sydney. So there are groups of people who are like some groups are more meticulous than average. Others not so much. Therefore I saw this fine young Aboriginal Australian just walk out into traffic. He had so much tremendous faith that uh, the traffic would stop for him. See that kind of, I see that kind of uh, faith every day. People just like striding out into traffic. So, wondering if that was an example of like having too much faith in human nature. So I think walking out into traffic and expecting the traffic to stop for you, maybe too much faith in God, too much faith in human nature. And then other people who are depressed and convinced that nothing can ever get better. Maybe, maybe they could benefit from a little more faith. So, 40 back with some more mundane points. I've now spotted two, possibly three homeless here in the Central Business District. And uh, they look quite uh, drug-addled. So I spotted probably, probably five drug addicts. You can see a bit like a public nuisance and a public menace. But uh, only five, no homeless encampments. But just this one guy under a, under a bridge. He's in a sleeping bag. And uh, I presume it was a bloke because I couldn't see him. All I saw was a, was a sleeping bag moving around. But uh, very, very little graffiti. Here's just a touch. So, the closer to the water, the more expensive the real estate, the better quality the people. And then you go out to Western Sydney, farther away from the water, and we get you know, more working class, more bogan Australians. 
but uh, everyone's been very nice. I asked them for help. How do you make it to Sydney Opera House? And I was told, practice, practice, practice. So Sydney's only come out of quarantine about five weeks ago. Pretty much every store requires that you both mask up, go in the store, and that you check in with the New South Wales Safe app. This is an outbreak. And uh, these seem like reasonable measures to me. I can't get all offended. I think uh, tomorrow is a big trans day of pride here in Sydney. It's, uh, I want to defund the police and uh, do away with trans discrimination. Holding this on Shabbos, God forbid, God forbid. Along with the anti-vax demonstration. So I've uh, walked about 11 miles so far. Oh, why did the bird cross the road? Because he has faith. Can't see that every day. What kind of bird's that? Right in the central business district. So yeah, I'm just in the mindset, I just want to learn from everyone. So some people, I, I'm impressed by their energy. As they stride or run down the street. Impressed by their energy and their drive, their fitness, sense of mission. Other people, I'm impressed by how elegantly they dress. Other people seem really happy. People are very professional. So I got one friend, I've just talked to one mate of mine from childhood. He's been working at the same government agency for 30 years. So that's not 40, right? 40 moves around, 40 hasn't been able to sustain a relationship for longer than a year. But my mate, he's married with kids, multiple kids. And uh, he's a stayer. 30 years in the job, mate. Let's catch the light. Boy, you don't want to get you don't want to get confused about the direction of traffic. In the busy central business district. So yeah, we we got uh, King's Cross coming up on the right. So some people say drugs are bad. What do you hear? Used to be anything you wanted, you could get it in the cross. You should, you showed me the underworld, but you f my, you killed me with pain. Hmm. Poignant, poignant message there. So I remember when I was a kid, I went to this dunny, get up by Lake Macquarie, and it was just all filled with homosexual solicitations. Like, you know, meet me at this time, and I'll do these things to you. Like. On the one hand, I was, I was admit, a little bit titillated that there was so much sex around and available and being you know, given away in a very generous, open-hearted manner. And then kind of freaked out and disturbed at the same time. So that may be an excess of passion and affection. Ah, oh, Centennial Park coming up. Very nice.
so I'm also paying attention to people on this trip who are much more proper than I am because right? I, I keep having to quiet down I'm saying gonna be shocked I'm saying a lot of inappropriate things and uh, like, which is fine you, you may say but then it's negatively affecting people around me so there are people who have more prestigious positions in society than I do, people who have more to lose, people who work hard to uh... How am I gonna get out of this mess? Can I just run across the street here? Tiny one. Hey, I'm a public mess. I was running there like an indigenous Australian. Okay, where am I going? Okay. Jeez. Okay, I'm on the straight and narrow. Pretty good shape for a man my age. Kind of embarrassing if I got caught by the coppers jaywalking. So yeah, there are people in my life who are much more proper, professional, upstanding, have more to lose, have worked hard to develop a certain reputation. And so I can't be making my possibly offensive comments at full volume. And that can negatively affect others. So another thing that I'm meditating on this trip is to be aware of how my selfishness, such as my desire for a cheap laugh, may negatively impact others. So, nothing wrong with having a good laugh. What if it negatively affects other people? So, why are the sidewalks empty? I don't know. No. Maybe someone can tell me. Man, a lot of beautiful women. But whatever it is I'm seeking in those beautiful women, let me find it in God's instead. That's my motto. Whatever I'm seeking in excitement, let me find it in God's instead. Yeah, don't relapse live on YouTube, <laughs> And every time I turn a corner, it feels like I'm turning into a new park. So I couldn't figure out how to use public transport. I could be a big spender to have an Uber, or I could just walk 15 miles today. And some of that experience in the city on foot. Feels good to have my manly vitality back. I owe it all to ancestral supplements, beef organs. <laughs> It'd be awful if I got really sick. I completely relapsed into my chronic fatigue syndrome. I've had the mother of all relapses. And then go, ah, oh, guys, it only had a placebo effect. But that's living in reality. Recognizing that thing that I'm incredibly 
incredibly excited about right now. Uh, I might just have a placebo effect on me. There may be nothing inherent in it, so I feel like I've been in the, the best shape of my adult life thanks to these ancestral supplements, beef organ capsules. But hey, what do I know? Some scientific validation, I think, for these. Well, I can share with you my experience, strength, and hope. It seemed to help me. So, I have a lifetime as a serial enthusiast. So now at the ripe old age of 55, I have more of a recognition. Hey, I'm always super excited about something. Doesn't mean that it's real. Doesn't mean that I'm staying. And also recognize that uh, being a stayer, just hanging in there, having zitzflash, as the Yiddish say, just you know, sitting there doing the work. What doesn't come as naturally to me is careening off into some new enthusiasm. So I'm also thinking about some of my past enthusiasms and present enthusiasms, about which ones can I maintain? So instead of just bouncing from serial enthusiasm to serial enthusiasm from you know, the 40 academic of the day to another 40 academic of the day, maybe there are some that I can I should hang with longer, not just be so promiscuous in my interests. I'm always falling in love with some comely new idea that tantalizes me and excites me and promises me a magic key to how the world works. It's rather immature of me at age 55 to keep pursuing these, these intense eyes of like, oh, I've got a great new idea. Maybe I can harness the energy and enthusiasm and power of that with a keen recognition of my own fallibility and excitement seeking tendencies to be a dilettante as opposed to those who hang in there with one topic and explore it in depth. So maybe recognize my nature and try to get the best out of it. also on my agenda. What, what enthusiasm, past and present, do I need to maintain? Maybe I don't even have to verbalize them. Maybe I just need to commit to them, my actions. Notice how Jews love to talk about their Judaism. Christians don't talk about their Christianity. Christians don't like to talk about their Christianity. Christians love to talk about Christ. Jews love to talk about their Jew Judaism, their Jewish identity, my Jewish journey. Christians don't tend to wax lyrical about my Christian identity. Uh, been out and about in Sydney for two days now. Mine is the only selfie stick that I've seen. Yeah, like vegetarians and vegans. Well, I was intellectually convinced by Nathan Coffins as well that uh, vegetarianism is not a healthy way of life. Kicking out the children, 
set your kids up for social failure. Vegetarian is socially very unpopular. People don't like having to prepare food or post vegetarian meal. So you're putting your kid and yourself behind the eight ball. Great social disadvantage and also it seems pretty clear that a lot of essential nutrients that people like, like it's hard to metabolize vitamin B12. So that's my theory on the ancestral supplements beef organs. They provided vitamin B12 in a way that my body could assimilate. And that's why I got renewed vitality. Sydney Football Stadium. I'm serious about their rugby here. The rugby league is the number one sport in Sydney. Australian rules football is the number one sport in Victoria, including Melbourne. And what about Brisbane? Maybe rugby league? I'm not sure. What's the number one sport in Brisbane or Adelaide or Perth? Probably cricket is Australia's number one sport. Followed very closely by rugby league and Australian rules. Now it looks like a pretty magnificent stadium they're building up here. I'm gonna be a, a rule follower on this trip. I'll follow the rules, except for when I do a little jaywalking. Only on weekends, only when it's safe, only in moderation. A lot of people don't know how to jaywalk, jaywalk moderately. Right? Some people, they, I gave one friend, it's like a little taste of jaywalking. He was like, oh my God, you blew my mind. I didn't realize that we didn't have to follow the rules. But then he took the jaywalking way too far. He just thought it was a mitzvah to jaywalk. He was like, oh, I'm not gonna allow these these secular authorities to tell me what I can do. They don't say the Aboriginal Australians are closer to the Asiatics than to Africans. Oh, how is Judas Maccabeus's appearance on Edward Dutton? I just could not compete with that, that stream. Oh man, I love this stadium here. I mean, there's like three stadiums in one. I mean, this is huge. Where's the Sydney Cricket Grounds? I'd love to visit the Sydney Cricket Grounds. The hallowed Sydney Cricket Grounds. Oh man, just right out there wearing the baggy cream cap to represent Australia. Oh, like if I could perform my one-man play, Eroticized Rage, at the Sydney Opera House, I think it would be Australia's most anticipated cultural event since uh, Craig McDermott was, was finally called up to the national cricket team. So Craig McDermott was a Queensland spin bowler. 
Finland is the New Zealand of Scandinavia. What does that mean? Man, you see the size of this, these rugby stadiums? Is this one stadium? It's enormous. Like you could probably fit 200,000. They're building three stadiums or is this uh, one no big? Idea. I'm sorry? No idea. No idea. This looks huge, mate. be a lumberjack striding through the great Australian outback oh Sydney cricket ground entry oh this is the Sydney cricket ground this I'm walking by the Sydney cricket ground the holy of holies here in Australia so Sydney cricket ground what can it hold? 40,000, 50,000? The Dodgers played the Giants in an opening series a few years ago. Played a couple of games at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Oh. Boy, I'd like to hit one for six at the Sydney Cricket Ground. I'd like to give them my googly. Luke, don't go to that park where they throw alternative lifestyles off the cliff. I'm trying not to, mate. Another, another resolution I made for this trip is no cottaging, particularly no cottaging near trip near cliffs. So this is the Sydney Cricket Ground, right here. Oh, and we're live at the SCG. Richie Benno here, and. Uh, Let's go down to, who did the pitch report? Ian, was it Ian Chapel? Let's go down to Ian Chapel for the pitch report. So, uh, thank you, Forty. So, the wicket looks like it's gonna take some spin today. So, if you look closely here at the wicket, you can see it's ready to take some spin. And uh, so, you can look forward to a fast day of run scoring, wickets falling, a day filled with, uh, but just high quality entertaining cricket. Thank you, Ian. Richie Benno, Ian Chappell. Those are some classy Channel 9 cricket commentators. Oh, Tony Gregg did the pitch report. Oh, the South African Englishman. Oh, I love the pitch report. Finding out if the wicket was gonna take some spin. Oh, how are the Sheila? The Sheilas look amazing, mate. I'm, I'm trying not to crack on any of them too hard. Like, I mean, the ones that I've been looking at are probably not age appropriate. I mean, they're adults, right? They're, they're 18, but let's just say they're not over 40. The Sheila's here look amazing. Don't wear as much makeup as in the States. So they're more natural and they're a little more shy and retiring. So I think Air Supply said that the, the Sheila's in Australia are as rough as bags, which I want to disavow they just they don't wear as much makeup right? they don't wear makeup to the beach and stuff like that so they're also not as forward in Australia so a woman very unlikely to ask a man to dance or ask a man out in Australia so Australia is more traditional so in the country it's generally not on you extend your hand to a woman to shake hands 
mean, it's not the worst thing ever, but it's generally not on, I'm told. Now, in city Australia, I think it's much more frequent. I mean, these city people, they're so promiscuous, man. They're just like sticking their hands out and shaking hands with Sheila's like it's no big deal. That's an Orthodox Jew, then you're not supposed to shake hands with women. Anyway, I still feel a little guilty. Oh, there's the Sydney Cricket Ground, mate. That's, oh, look at those beautiful lights. Sydney Cricket Ground. They play T20 there, one day cricket, test match cricket. We got the Ashes series starting in about three weeks. So, yeah, I still feel a little guilty about my friend who I introduced to jaywalking. And he just couldn't jaywalk moderately. I told him, like, just do it now and again, like when there's absolutely no traffic coming. Don't make like a big public spectacle of it. There are more Chinese in Sydney, or Latinos in all. I haven't seen many Chinese in Sydney. Like, I'm not out and about here. Palm trees, bearded homes, could be Beverly Hills, yeah. My friend, he just couldn't jaywalk responsibly. Like, he had to do it in front of other people. He had to blog about it and tweet about it. And, stream about it and vlog about it and he's started getting nicked all right professor andrew fraser yep yep so um yeah i remember the 12th man satire that's some quality quality cricket satire mate that that was tops so yep i'm all on i'm all ready to go meet uh, professor andrew fraser so let me know let me know, Jim Bowden, what's the latest time you could pick me up on Sunday and so we could still be on time for Professor Fraser so that I can uh, arrange earlier in the day, spend, spend some time with my sister. And then I'll meet up with you and we'll go see Andrew Fraser and we'll revisit the wasp question uh, 10 years after the initial publication. The book that shook the intellectual world of the West. The Wasp Question by Professor Andrew Fraser. This is very nice. Very classy. I'm a very respectable man, guys. So, I wanna, I wanna share my respectable side here in Sydney. No more rapscallion. I think Brendan O'Connell is hiding somewhere in Australia. Yom Yeah, we're just a few hours away from Shabbos. Good old Google Maps. Makes the journey through the big smoke a lot easier. Now we just have to convince Jim Bowden to get a cell phone, right? He had to make two trips to the airport because we missed each other. So he doesn't have a cell phone. He's old fashioned. Just because you have a cell phone doesn't mean you have to leave it on all the time or around notifications all the time. There's such a thing as silent mode, focus mode. You don't have to 
allow the cell phone to use you, you can learn to use the cell phone. We can love people and use our cell phones instead of loving our iPhones and using people. One of my favorite sayings from 12 Step. Oxford Street, very respectable. I remember I was on a job interview a few years ago and uh, the employer said, uh, why is everyone from Australia like got a four letter name like Smith or John? Or, why, why do all Australians have these, these very one-syllable names? And so we're in, a, we're in an Anglo-Saxon society. Catch a ferry from Opera House to my place and we'll drive to Fesso. It's a two-hour drive. Okay. Don't forget the Torah. How can I get the Torah, eh? I'll be shopping soon. Now, five hours. 